Thank you, ladies. Beautiful song. Well, I hope you're still in the Christmas passages. If not, turn there and turn particularly to Matthew 1. Just a brief word as we wrap up our time this morning. Just one verse out of Matthew chapter 1. I hope truly this morning you have beheld with fresh eyes what God has done through the eyes of both Mary and the wise men. This story of amazing love, as the choir sang. But as I mentioned at the beginning, this isn't just a story to look back on as an interesting historical event or just as a thing for a nativity set that you have on your mantle or perhaps in your yard or in a neighbor's yard and you drive by and, and don't really pay it much attention. No, as we draw to a conclusion our special time together, I want to remind you that this story is relevant, so relevant for your life so relevant for where you are at today. And I want to help you with that by directing your attention to two final characters of Christmas. We had Mary, we had the wise men, but now, thirdly, we have you. Congrats, you have made it. You are a character of Christmas. Yes, you. The story we've been beholding of the birth of Christ, it involves you. Now, don't make yourself a little nativity figurine and put yourself in the nativity, although you can do that and be very creative. But this story impacts your story, where you're at right now, sitting there here in Simpsonville, South Carolina, on December 10th, 2023, some 2,000 years after this story took place. This story is real, and it is for you. Christ was born for you, no matter who you are, no matter where you have come from whether you're faithful or unfaithful, whether you're joyful or whether you're lonely. So, where are you at this Christmas? How are you feeling? Christmas draws out a lot of emotions for us, and for some, it's truly the most wonderful time of the year, time of joy. But for others, it's a season that just brings up some bad memories, particularly maybe after a very hard, difficult, unexpectedly bad year. I think for all of us, no matter where we're at or how busy our schedules are in December or how many friends and family and Christmas parties we get to see, this can be a lonely season, a silent, lonely season with some dark nights and difficult times. But hopefully this morning has showed you that it was that way for the first characters of Christmas as well. Think especially of Mary and imagine getting that news from the angel that you would give birth to the Messiah and yet no one believed you. Not your family, not your friends, not even at first Joseph, although later after a dream he would come to her side. Instead, they would see you as scandalous. You were all alone with this wonderful news. And then imagine the loneliness of both her and Joseph in that area for the animals where their family had rejected them and wouldn't let them stay in their guest room, and instead they had to be in this stinky, smelling place. Talk about being alone and rejected for Mary and Joseph. Ostracized, cast out, no one understanding them and what they're going through. And maybe you feel like that as well today. Feel overlooked, forgotten, neglected, not cared for. So what do we do with these feelings? We all feel them from time to time, and and Christmas seems to highlight them especially so, and, and there's some agonizing, difficult days and nights. So what do we do? Is there any help? Is there any light for us? for such unexpectedly bad times and lonely, difficult years like we have had? Well, yes, there is hope. There's always, always hope because not only is there Mary and the wise men and you, 
There's one final character of Christmas I want us to consider, and that is Emmanuel, the central character of the Christmas story, the central character of all of history is Jesus, our Emmanuel. I'm sure you've heard this name before in various songs this time of year. The name comes from the prophet Isaiah, who 700 some odd years before Jesus was born predicted that a virgin would give birth to a child and she would call his name Emmanuel, which as you can see on the screen in Matthew 1, 22 through 23, it means God with us. Jesus is Emmanuel, God with us. He came from heaven's glory to become a baby, to be with us, with me and with you. And this name Emmanuel that Matthew very clearly says is Jesus. He is with us. He was born in the name Emmanuel. It is the cure for all loneliness. This character is the friend for lonely and cast off people. He is a friend of sinners. He is a friend to all. He is a friend that sticks by you on those dark and lonely nights. He is with you. Even if no one else understood Mary and what she was going through, God himself was with her. Even if no other member of Joseph's family would welcome him in, the God with us was with him. Even if the wise men went back to their own land only to be mocked and no one believed them, people mocked and made fun of them for their journey, they didn't need to fear because God was on their side. They had seen him, and, and it's no wonder that they fell down to worship him because he was Emmanuel. God, come down to be with us. And this Emmanuel, this Jesus, didn't just address loneliness at the time of his birth, although he certainly did and came into a scene full of loneliness, but he also came to end loneliness and all the sin that causes it to happen once and for all. He grew up, he lived a perfect life on mission for his father, doing many miracles, and so many people followed him. But there came a time when all would abandon him. All his disciples, all his friends, they'd either betray him, they'd deny him, or they would just flat out run away. And he would be falsely accused and condemned to die, and he would be put up all alone on that cross, condemned. Even his father, God the Father, had to turn away from God the Son in this glorious mystery that we can't even comprehend. But God the Father placed on God the Son all the sin, all the evil, all the brokenness of our lives he put upon him. And God cannot look on sin. And so God the Father turned from the Son and the Son cried out, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Emmanuel, God with us, became completely and utterly alone. If you've ever felt lonely, that is a comforting thought. Jesus felt that same way. He knows what you're feeling. If anyone knows what you're going through, it's Emmanuel. He knows. He felt it to, to the greatest degree possible, abandoned on that cross. The God with us was without anyone with him. He was so with us. He didn't just come from heaven to become a baby, but he went even further than that. He became a man and then he took on himself, as Philippians 2 says, the form of a servant. And he went even to death, death on a cross. He became so with us that he took on all our mess, all our sin. He was perfectly innocent. He had never done anything wrong. And yet he came so close to us that he took the punishment that you and I deserve for our sin. And he paid for it in full. 
He took on our humanity at his birth. He took on our sin and paid for it. It is finished at his death. And to prove that he really was God with us and really did succeed against death and sin and loneliness, he rose from the dead three days later, and now he stands at his Father's side in heaven, glorified, victorious. He's alive, and he's getting ready to come again and set everything right in this lonely, broken world. He will wipe away every tear. He will cure everyone who mourns in lonely exile here so long as they trust and believe in him. And until then, even in this very moment, for those who believe, he is with us. He is in us. His spirit was sent to live inside us until that final day. So, I ask you, do these final two characters of Christmas, you and Emmanuel, do you know each other? Do you know Emmanuel? Have you let him into your story? If not, the Bible says it's very simple. In the book of Isaiah 45, 22, here's the answer. Look to me, behold me, and be saved, all you ends of the earth. It doesn't matter where you're at, as far as possible away, the very ends of the earth. If you look and behold him, you will be saved. Behold what we've been talking about all morning. That is what we must do. We must turn to him, turn away from all that we once did, all the sin, all the mess, all the brokenness of our lives. We turn from that and we look and we behold him. We behold Emmanuel. We don't have to dredge up enough good. It doesn't say we have to clean up our act first. All we do is look and be saved, even at the end of the earth. Behold Emmanuel, born in a manger for you. Behold, Emmanuel, dying on a cross for all your sin. And behold, Emmanuel, risen from the dead to give you new life as well. So turn to him, put your faith in him, and leave all else behind. And know that no matter what happens to you, he will be with you to the very end of the age, he told his disciples at the end of Matthew. To the very end of all time, he is still Emmanuel. He is with us to the end of this terrible year, to the end of all time itself, when he'll take us to live with him in a restored world forever. Oh, my friends, there is hope this Christmas. There is light. You are not alone. You are not forgotten. Everything will be all right. How can I say such things? That's Hallmark Christmas card stuff. That's not real life, is it? How could I be so confident? Because of this name, Emmanuel. God is with us. God is for us, and he longs to save all who come to him. So will you turn your eyes upon him? Will you behold him and welcome him into your lonely and silent night? Every year we have a tradition here at Calvary where we we do a little critique of a Christmas song, and it's a tradition, so you have to do it. So you might have caught on to the Silent Night one. I love Silent Night. It's a great song. And yet we know that likely at that first Christmas it wasn't so silent. If you've ever been around a birth, it's not the quietest thing. And there in that cattle stall with all those animals, all calm, all bright. But that's actually hope for us. Because it was into chaos, into loneliness, into dark and lonely nights that Jesus was born. And he comes for people like that. He comes for people just like you. And so if you're feeling hopeless and lonely, too broken to come, there is hope. If you wait in the darkness without hope, without light, 
Know that he is running towards you. He came down from heaven to run towards you, not with judgment in his eyes, but with mercy in his eyes. And he perfectly fulfilled what you and I could never do, fulfilling the law and prophets, living a perfect life so that we might be forgiven. He ran from his throne of endless glory to a cradle, a manger in the dirt. He came for people like you and I, for lonely, dark hearts. So look to him, behold him, And choose today to worship him. If you have any question at all about how to do that, man, I would love to talk to you today. Any of the pastors would love to talk to you. The person maybe you came with would love to talk to you and point you to behold Emmanuel, who died and rose again, who was born all for you. Let us pray together. Oh, Emmanuel, we are so thankful for you. We admit it's been a hard year and there's been times of loneliness for each of us where we have felt neglected, like no one was there for us. And yet, in those moments, there you were, with us. You came down from heaven's glory to a cradle in the dirt for us, the dirty, the broken, the lonely. Oh, we praise your name. How could we not worship you? How could we not be changed by seeing you? So, Lord, for any who are here who have not seen you, In your glory, dying for us, rising again. Oh, may they see you this Christmas. May they look upon you and be saved. Even even if they're at the very end of the earth, may they look to you from there and live and see you as all they need. Thank you, oh Jesus, our King of kings, our Lord of lords. We want to worship you with all that we have. In your name, amen. Stand with us one final time and let's sing King of kings and add... The chorus of O Come, All Ye Faithful, on to the end. In the darkness we were waiting without hope, without Praise God.
much for being with us. We're doing this again next week with a couple different characters to consider perspectives from. We'll do the shepherds and the angels. Join us if you can.